Good morning, podcast. It's uh, yours truly, Jeep and Bubba here, and uh, I am headed into work uh, to do some essential duties as an essential worker. I hope you guys are doing okay during this coronavirus mess. Uh, got a little bit of morning voice this morning, and I thought, don't waste it. I got you. Got a little bit of a deeper voice this morning. Kind of try to use that to my advantage. Uh, but I don't know how the quality of this one's going to work out because I'm riding in my car right now and holding the mic instead of mounting it and all that good stuff. So uh, if you hear some ambient noise, that you know, we're going to get a higher quality of voice this morning, uh, but a lower quality of sound. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, it's just a little short podcast this morning. I, I was thinking about, uh, well, I opened my shop yesterday, uh, opened the doors, we, uh, we, we did some decorating, we brought some uh, big equipment in, and uh, besides all my toolboxes, pretty much everything's in, we're building a front desk, and, and by, the, by the term saying we're open, I mean, I, I could take in a vehicle and we could get a service, but uh, we're, not, we're not really at that point, but we're, we're getting to that point, but uh, it's kind of a it's a very humbling feeling. I did not ever think um, that it would feel like this when I got to this point, and uh, it's very humbling. It's 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 the reason I hate when I'm watching like the the Grammys, Oscars, ESPYS, and it's been years since I've, I've watched any of those. But when they'll get up, oh, the, to, to win this award is so humbling. Um, I don't think that's really what they mean. I, I think what they mean is they're just really appreciative and and they understand you know what the uh uh maybe they understand the significance of it or or how good the other people were in their category but that's definitely not what I mean I mean it's humbling in the fact that so many people have helped me my dad my brother-in-law my grandfather, I mean, my family, my mom found this, this building, it's just like, it's been amazing, um, my wife, and, uh, and so many people have been supportive, so many people have called and texted me, and, and reached out to me, and it's been, that has been humbling, it's also humbling knowing that, uh, I just paid, uh, the first month's rent, and, uh, I'm in the middle of the coronavirus, and I've got about, probably a week or two before I have the whole place built out really in the form of fashion where I can um, bring some work in and on top of that I'm still running my landscape business so uh, we're appointment only for the time being uh, which is safe and good for the for the coronavirus but it's just a lot of juggling things back I was already a really busy person with very little extra free time and now I I, have none zero I've have negative free time but I'm not complaining. I'm actually, I'm really happy. I'm really excited. Uh, I don't know what, I'm not trying to push my religion on you guys and I don't, I don't know what all my listeners are, but I mean, I just had to say a prayer in the middle of the day yesterday at the shop, just, just because of how thankful I felt. And I know what I'm up against. I mean, right now it's fun. We're, we're, we're putting the 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 tools in we're doing the decorating we're advertising we're it's all the fun stuff but the hard stuff uh isn't even up it's not even talking to the customer it's when you got 
deadlines and, and, and builds to build and you're up against the wall on bills and you're up against the wall on, on covering overhead and parts and all that kind of stuff. And again, not complaining. This is the life I wanted and chose and I'm very, very excited about it. Um, but I just, you know, it's been, when you, it's kind of hard, you know, it's been my dream for eight years. And what I mean by that is, uh, I started uh, automotive school actually about nine years ago. Uh, I was kind of working on cars uh, on the side for a little while now uh, before I went to school. But then I went to school, uh, Chrysler Automotive School. I've talked about that. And, And my original dream when I got into the school was to start a shop. Um, at the time, I was I was real big into uh, go fast stuff. I was into tuners. I was into hot rods, uh, uh, trucks, but not really into off roading. Although I did some trail riding back in the day um, in my old Dodge truck. But um, the the guy teaching the class, a real smart guy, his name's John Stahl. He's still in the industry. Uh, just amazingly smart guy and. Uh, and they, he asked, how many of you guys want to open a shop? And I want to say, like, 75% of the class raised their hand and said they wanted to start a shop. Well, 75% of the class didn't even graduate. So I doubt that 75% started a shop. But uh, he, he said, you know, that's great. But, but this is a bad time to start a shop. You're up against a lot. And he explained that. And it kind of, not broke my dream, but it kind of suppressed my dream. And uh, and I listened to him. And I think actually, you know, he was right about the economy. He was right about what was going on at the time nine years ago. Um, you know, we were in a recession. Uh, there was, it was definitely not, it was a great time to be working on cars and be in the service industry, but not a great time to be uh, starting a business, especially in the aftermarket world. And, uh, and I know a lot of off-road shops uh, uh, manufacturers started in 07, 08 with, uh, with the, uh, I just got text message from John, guys, but with the, uh, the four-door uh, Wrangler coming out, I know a lot of businesses got started and got sparked and got and exploded in business when that happened. But for me, I just thought, you know, it's not the greatest idea. And, and so what I did is I went and... and I cut my teeth and I worked at a used car lot in the garage and then uh, worked for Pet Boys and, uh, you know, worked my way up to manager and that whole story and, and, and uh, eventually went on to Nitro and to JCR Off-Road and, and, you know, I've moved back and I've been at home. Um, and when I say home, I mean, I live in my own house with my wife and kids, but uh, but we're in our, our hometown area and, uh yeah, I've been landscaping, and it's crazy that everything I've worked for is built up to me going back to landscaping. My least favorite job, the job I did every summer since I was a kid, and um, it's just not—it's uh, not what I wanted to do. But I'm—I've I'm, been so thankful that my dad built this business, and that I've been able to work with my brother-in-law, my dad. I've been able to. Uh, run this business uh, that I've seen my dad a part of for 28 years. Uh, we're in our 30th year as a company uh, under the same family, and um, it's given me the ability to not uh, to have a job that doesn't uh, conflict. 
you know, if I went and worked for uh, a manufacturer or an off-road shop, there's no way I could build my own stuff on the side. So it's given me that ability, but it's it's kind of made me humble myself. And, and not being in the industry, not feeling that competition uh, between one another in the industry has created some doubts to rise in my mind. Like, are you good enough? Are you going to be able to be successful? Are you, uh, uh, you know, you just get out. It's kind of like when you're in the industry and working every day, you're kind of like a professional athlete. You feel tip top. You're doing sales a hundred. You're talking to over a hundred people a day on the phone. You're talking emails. You're, you're, you're going to events, you're going to shows and you just feel on your game. And then, uh, not that running a landscape business is not that way, but I have, uh, you know, about, we have, over 55 regular accounts that we service, but we have probably about 100, uh, 100 to 150 customers we service uh, annually as far as like different types of services. Maybe it's just mulch, maybe it's just aerating, maybe it's tree service, maybe it's uh, sod, uh, whatever it may be, uh, fertilizing. Um, so I do, I do have a lot of people that we talk to, but it doesn't compare. Like, um, I might talk to, I probably talk to more people in a week at JCR than I've talked to in a year, uh, at West's landscape. And, uh, it's not cause the business is slow. It's because you just don't have to talk to as many people. You go out, you do the work, you get it done. And then that's it. Uh, you know, with one customer at JCR, you might talk to them three or four times, uh, try to make the sale. Maybe you're calling about customer service. Maybe you're following up afterwards to see how everything went. Um, so you know, it's, it's different and I'm out here doing physical labor and I'm still doing the books. I'm still doing the advertisement. It's all that kind of stuff, but it's very little advertisements required to keep our business going at the landscape company. And, uh, we don't have to run a website. We don't have, uh, much overhead at all. Very, very little overhead. And, uh, and so it's just different. Um, and so you kind of, I kind of feel out of it, but I also feel like I have a good pulse of what the consumer wants, what the market wants. Um, and that's scary sometimes too, because I think about, um, is what I want or what I would want as a customer or what I want the shop to look like for me. Is that what my customer, is that what the market's going to respond to? Um, and that's difficult to know. Uh, but one thing I've been thinking about as I'm setting up the shop is I need to stay humble in the fact that I can change at any time. I can change. I can change myself. I can change the shop around. I can change services offered. I can change how we do things. Um, and not be stuck and be flexible and be willing to make it the best experience for the customer. Not stubborn in the fact that, well, this is my shop and this is what I want and this is how it's got to be. That is not, uh, you know, I'm here for the customer. I'm here for the consumer. And I actually get a lot of satisfaction in helping the consumer and helping uh, somebody you know, when someone brings me a vehicle, uh, uh, this happened when I was at Pet Boys, this happened when I was at JCR, but they bring me a vehicle and, and there's always uh, a want or a need and you're trying to figure out how best to serve that want and need for the customer. Uh, if you ever say, how do I serve myself the best with the customer's money, that's 
when you're in trouble. And there's a lot of people who do that. I'm not saying any names. Um, but I've been just doing, just doing outside sales and inside sales. I've experienced how other people's customer service works. I've seen them play the blame game. I'm going to tell you something right now. You order a part from me, uh, whether I install it or not, and you have an issue with it. It's my fault. It's my fault. I sold you that part. Uh, whether you bought it on my website and never even talked to me or not, it's my fault if that part doesn't work. So you call me and I'll fix it for you in, in whatever way I can. Um, you know, and that happens. We make mistakes. Uh, I make customer service calls, but I always tell them, you know, it's my fault and, and I apologize for it. And now that we've gotten past that and, we're, and I've heard the complaint, now let me fix it. That's the difference. We gotta, we gotta serve them in the best way possible and we got to turn a profit and that's a fine fine line um and uh, and that's where the magic happens is in all the smalls and all the all the tiny stuff and it's like well what, what does this have to do with me brad what does this have to do with with uh with my jeep and, and what does this have to do with off-roading well it's just what's on my brain it's on my mind right now and i just wanted to share that with you guys and that's kind of why i started the podcast but i, I also think it's something to think about maybe when you go to a shop in your area, if you, when you buy parts, uh, you know, we all kind of like that if you buy something, let's say a t-shirt, they say they donate 10% to the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, or they donate, uh, 7% to Susan G. Coleman or whatever it may be. Uh, it's like, oh man, I'm not only am I giving back, but I'm getting a t-shirt I wanted anyways. And this seems to be a good company. Um, that like that good feeling experience should happen i'm not saying every company should give back but i'm just saying that good feeling uh should should be felt from the consumer side so that's just a need being uh reached and being attempted to be reached by the business and you know a lot of times people buy from websites and they just look for the cheapest part and that might be the only need that they have but then when they need customer service they find out why that part was so cheap. They're just trying to sling parts and they don't want to deal with you, you know, and, and it, it's hard. Uh, here's one, you know, like rock auto's got the cheapest parts, uh, basically out there as far as like replacement parts. So like you need an alternator, uh, you go to rockauto.com, you'll find one cheap, but I don't think you would receive any customer service from rock auto, uh, if you needed to know how to install that alternator, I mean, they're not going to, they just sell the parts, right? Um, had a guy this week that was, had bought some steering from us and he wanted to change some stuff on it. Uh, he, he wanted to change the order and, uh, and we were working with him on that and he started asking me about pitman arms and then he started asking, um, you know, should I go over the knuckle or, um, you know, should I replace the track bar? And, if you if your shop or whoever you buy from can't answer those questions, is just them selling you the cheapest part the best for you? I mean, I I know when I got started, I just wanted to make a phone call and get information, and I'd really respect that shop or that business if they gave me that information. Um, and I would, and I would do my business with them, you know, but if you call it an off-road shop and you say, Hey, um, I don't know what length sway bar, um, 
disconnects, I should run. I have a three and a half inch lift. Bring it in here. We'll look at it. Uh, we'll let you know. And it's like, well, I kind of need it for Friday. Well, you're not going to have it by Friday. Well, um, if I order it today from, you know, the internet, I probably could. Um, if you give me that, well, if you're not going to buy it from us, I don't have time to talk to you. And that I, that's conversations that I've had. Actually, there's, there are other shops in Buford and I've dealt with them and it's, um, well, I don't want to get into that, but it, 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 you know, you just, we're not in the no business when you're in the, if you're in retail, if you're in a service industry, why are you in the no business? I hate telling a customer no. I mean, it's just, there's this guy, his, his name's Tillman. He's super rich. He owns, uh, I want to say, uh, it's one of the teams in, in Texas and he owns a bunch of restaurants too. Anyways, Tillman, you can look him up, but I heard him telling a story the other day and, um, uh, not to me, he was on a podcast and he was telling a story, but he was, he says when he goes to a hotel, sometimes he'll call and he'll order a uh, room service and he'll say, you know what? I, can you just fry me up an egg? I'll just take uh, two or three eggs fried and, and a piece of toast. I'm sorry, sir. We're not serving breakfast. Hold on. You got the grill hot It's warm, but you won't crack three eggs on it and put a piece of toast in and bring it to me. And so many people are in that no business, and they've built this structure. Well, it's not breakfast, it's not lunch, it's not dinner. Why? You know, if you, if you if I'm in the Jeep off road business, if I'm in the in the shop business, and uh, all I offer is uh, lift kits, bumpers, and wheels and tires and accessories, and someone says, "Can you do a, a ring and pinion set for me?" I mean, the first thing I could say is, "No, I don't have." the the tools i don't feel comfortable with my level of experience doing ring opinions you know i've only done five or six of them and, and uh or i could say you know what i could be honest right then and there i'm not telling you no i don't have the experience to do this job but i do know someone who does have the experience and i'll tell you what i could do one or two things i can give you his business card and you can go to him or i'll pull the axles I'll take them to them, get them re-geared, put them back under your Jeep, and uh, I'll do the break-in period for you. We'll change the fluid, and uh, and you can just pay me. But coming up with a solution for the customer, whether it's it doesn't always if it makes you uncomfortable as a as a as a business owner, I mean, it's important. There are times where, as a business owner, the headache outweighs the business i mean there's times where it's like you know what we don't need to take this on it's a huge headache there's not enough profit to it uh and we're already a very viable very financially sound business so why would we want to take on this work Uh, why would we want to create this headache for ourselves that's understandable but when you're in the if when you're just getting started out, if somebody walks in and asks if you could swap some shoelaces on their boots, yeah, we're starting the labor rate right now at $65 an hour. I can get those bootlaces swapped in about three minutes. So let's go ahead and calculate that up and we'll get you cashed out. I mean, I, whatever it takes by any means. And that's the attitude I have. And I think it's the only way I'll survive 
during this COVID thing, during any kind of economic downturn. If you guys are watching Shop Talk on on my YouTube channel, or if you're checking out pictures, I might be in there doing batteries and brakes, and and I might be swapping tires on a Malibu or Corolla or whatever. I'll I'll do what it takes, and I'm not uh, I'm not ashamed that I'm not every single thing being a the biggest baddest off-road build because i'll get to do a couple or, or three or five or ten and i don't know what the future holds i might be putting out the baddest builds all the time and might be telling though to people because i'm too busy i don't know i don't know what the future holds but i'm not i'm just saying you know we can look at ourselves sometimes and just do a little gut check and say you know if i humble myself for just a second here i might be able to accomplish more and that's what i felt yesterday i was like I just feel so grateful to be in this opportunity. And guys, there's no there's no influx of cash coming in uh, from outside sources. I'm going into my bank account and into my savings. And my wife is, is strong and she's willing to see that I want to make this work. It's a dream. And it's, you know, it's a lot of stress. But we got faith. And um, I just hope maybe telling this little bit of a story would, uh, or just discussing this with you guys this morning, might bring you, know, you some confidence, might bring you some uh, insight that maybe you, maybe it's something you, maybe, you know, you're out there uh, and you're working for a plumbing company and maybe you should own your own plumbing company or uh, maybe you're out there and you do graphic design for, um, for a company. Maybe you should have your own shop, you know? Uh, this is the best time on earth besides the corona whole thing going on but prior to the coronavirus this is the best economy we've seen in the united states ever ever and there's never been a better time to start a business with the internet i mean what are we doing here like this is amazing time to be alive even with the coronavirus i know it's weird it's scary there's a lot of fears it is the greatest time to be alive i'm gonna leave you guys with that um just be thankful you're alive and be thankful that um you have some sort of off-road rig and when this whole thing blows over take it out and use it maybe use this time to build it up make a parts list all that good stuff all right guys we love you and we need you we'll be seeing you bye